Hey, what's up, you guys? My name is Joe Rivera, and you're listening to my Chicago Bears fan podcast, Grandin Barrett. On today's podcast, uh, we're just going to go over the um, the preseason uh, versus the Giants, like uh, preseason game number two. Um, obviously, if no one has, uh, if no one knew before the game, they pretty much set every starter and every um, valuable backup, uh, like Ty, like uh, Ty Montgomery. I'm sorry, uh, David Montgomery. Um, you know, people like that. They just pretty much benched anyone that was worth a damn on this team. That is for sure a lock. Um, and all the backups and stuff like that played versus the giant starters and whatnot. Um, I know a lot of people were were, uh, were crying because our backups didn't exactly look good. Um, but that's all of our backups. Okay, let's just take that into consideration. Uh, not only is it preseason and vanilla offense and defenses and whatnot, uh, but also that... All these guys are not going to be starting all at once, you know. Um, so, you know, no one's, you know, when if, you know, if let's say James Vodder has to play outside linebacker for Leonard Floyd, you know, or even Khalil Mack, you know, these guys are surrounded by our elite players at least, you know. If um, if Javon Wims has to has to come in, which I think he will. Um, uh, that's that's not a good example because he's actually pretty decent. Um, let's see. If Chase Daniel has to come in, you know, he still has Tariq Cohen. He has our offensive line, which is a total upgrade <laughs> over who our backups are, um, you know. But, uh, yeah, so let's not get too carried away on, oh, my God, we have to worry about backups right now. So, anyways, let's talk about the backups. <laughs> anyways, um, so... Let's start off at quarterback. Uh, Chase Daniel and Tyler Bray, everyone is just giving them flack right now for just being so goddamn bad out there. Look, Tyler Bray, I agree with you. You know, he's had a couple years in this system, and he still looks like a he still looks like hell playing out there. You know, Chase Daniel, he looked he didn't look so great out there either. But to to be fair, not only was he playing with the backups, but he has proven that he can keep us afloat. If Trubisky goes down. Now, obviously, if Trubisky goes down all year, we're screwed. But I'd say about 31, 31 teams in the NFL, not the Patriots, are screwed if their backup goes down for the whole year. But even then, the Patriots weren't able to make it to the playoffs the year that Tom Brady went down. So, you know, it's um, it's not a good thing if your backup goes down, you know. And um, and I and I do believe thirty one because even the Eagles, you know, their backup is down for the count. Uh, I don't know how long a wrist injury takes, but um, yeah, he's out for a good for a good time because they picked up Josh McCown, and uh, and yeah, their boy Nick Foles is in is in uh, Jacksonville. So um, yeah, every team is screwed if if, if their starter goes down. Um, next up, let's see running backs. Um, three Cohen didn't play. Derek Montgomery didn't play. Uh, Kareth White and uh, I think Taekwon Mazel played. Um, Kareth White, I mean, he got some special team reps this this game, um, and he scored a touchdown, which is nice. So, I, I still believe he's practice squad worthy. He's he's a practice squad member, and that's where he's going to be at. Um, yeah, I think that's where he goes, and I think that um, I think yeah the. I think he's just pretty much 
going to have himself a redshirt year, and if we see an improvement next year, which is going to be um, Tariq Cohen's contract year next year, I think they're going to bring him on, you know. Uh, they're probably going to put him in and and, and, um, and let Terry Cohen walk, only because we just don't have enough money for these guys, honestly. You know, I honestly don't know if Terry Cohen stays on this team. I, I like Terry Cohen so much. And there can be an argument the other way, you know, where it's like they keep him on, you know, because he can play receiver, he can play backup, he can even throw the goddamn ball, which he has done, you know. So he is a very versatile player. He really is. But depending on how good David Montgomery is and depending on if Kareth White can do anything with himself, I think, I honestly do think Trey Cohen could be an afterthought you know, after his contract's up, you know, next year, so, I mean, just something, just something, some food for thought, I think, you know, there's just not enough money for these guys, there honestly isn't, you know, uh, and, and Trubisky's coming up, Trubisky's coming up, uh, Khalil Mack's contract, I think Khalil's, Khalil Mack starts to make some serious money after this year, so, money's gonna be really tight, Eddie Jackson's coming up, you know, and it's like, do you want Tree Corner or Eddie Jackson? Who's the more valuable player to you? Eddie Jackson, in my opinion, is the more valuable asset on our team. You know? Um, so, yeah. And there's also Cordell Patterson, who we signed to a two-year deal. You know? So, Tree Cohen is not the end-all, be-all on offense. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's just my thought, though. Anyways. Don't need to talk about that for another year or so. But anyways, uh, Kareth White didn't look so hot. I think he's a practice squad member. Uh, Tyquan Mizell, he's gone. Ryan Null, uh, yeah, because he had two fumbles for Ty- for Mizell. Um, so I really don't see him sticking on, you know. Um, I know Nagy likes him probably a lot because he started him, you know, or because he played him in the playoff game versus the Eagles and a couple other games too that meant something for us. Um, but I think it's over. You know, I honestly do think so. Um, you know, he obviously got buried on the wide receiver chart, and um, I think running backs is it's not going to work either. Uh, Ryan Null, um, I want to say he sticks to this to this to this running back group. I really do. Um, I think personally, he can. I personally think he has something. But um, you know, I honestly do think same thing like Kareth White. He's a practice squad member at best. Um, but, um, I, I just don't know with this guy, you know, I, I honestly do, and, uh, you know, if, if our running back group, you know, wasn't so packed with Mike Davis and Dave Montgomery and Tree Cohen and, and, you know, and now we got Kareth White who has some potential, he's younger, with some potential as well, um, and a little bit more meaning, like I said, you know, before with the Tree Cohen thing, I don't know if he sticks to even the practice squad, you know, um, but we'll see, we will see, um, Moving on to the tight ends, nothing, kind of nothing for the tight ends. You know, they had, they were doing nothing out there. Ian Butting had had some, you know, nice, you know, nice little plays in the first preseason game. But other than that, this game, nothing, nothing from Raymond, nothing from from Bunting, nothing from uh, what's his face? I forgot. Alice is his last name, I think. But nothing from all three of those guys, you know. Um, and um, <laughs> I don't know if any of these guys stick, you know, even from Soul. Bradley Soul, he didn't do nothing either. 
I just don't see it coming from these guys. Any of them. Maybe maybe Soul Sticks only because, you know, Nagy likes his size and uh, and, and he still and he still can block or he wasn't doing that well, but still, he's better than what the hell we have. You know, in Burton and in Shaheen. Um, but yeah, so you know, right now it's a toss up in the tight ends group. <laughs> it really is. After Shaheen and Burton, it's just like you know, it's whatever. <clears throat> Moving on to the uh, um, wide receivers. Um, Miller's done for the preseason uh, with that ankle sprain. Um, he's coming in week one, they said. Um, Allen Robinson's obviously a starter. Taylor Gabriel's obviously a starter. Um, Marvin Hall once again showed out that he can run like hell. Javon Wins had a nice day. Um, Emmanuel Hall got dropped. You know, um, not surprised. I think I said that before in my, my past podcast. Um, who else? I think Ives is one of them, but I don't know anything about that guy, and I don't really care because I don't see anything from him at all. Uh, Riley really had some looks. Um, I didn't get too much to see him, though, he, you know, because he was playing with the backup quarterback. So, But um, I think he sticks to the roster, obviously, um, you know. And um, I think that's really pretty much it. I think receivers, where Zach Cordero Patterson is just done for the preseason, in my opinion. I think Nagy has something special planned for him for week one versus the Green Bay Packers. <coughs> so I don't think we're going to see him at all. Um, I'm really excited to see what the hell's going on. Um, reports from camp have been coming in nicely about him. Uh, I know they were saying something um, on the Other Center podcast, I think, about um how Patterson has something special going on, and it's a wild play that, that he was in for Nagy's offense. So I honestly do think it's a secret weapon right there for him. Um, let's see. I think that's it for receivers. Uh, Taekwondo myself is not, you know, I, you know, he's done, like I said before. Um, I think that's it. Oh, they brought in a, a Walker from Delaware. I, I know they were talking about their, you know, on um, – the Under Center podcast that uh, that there's like a conspiracy theory out there that like Nagy's favorite team, you know, the Blue Hens, you know, the Delaware Blue Hens, because that's where he went to school at. And it's just like for me personally, I just think if that's the case, um, I don't think it's so much favoritism as it is just they just have a scout there that really likes those players, and so does Pace. And so far, it's proved out so well because look at Bilal Nichols; he looks he-, he looks hella good, you know. Or he is hella good. He, he's our starting, you know, defensive end. So, I don't think it's favoritism if it's just so much that they just like that production, you know, from that team. Kind of like Georgia. We have a lot of Georgia Bulldogs on our football team, you know. Does that mean we favor, t- does that mean we favor them? No, that just means that we have a scout that really knows who to pick from there. Notre Dame, same thing. We got two Notre Dame offensive linemen. You know, you 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 pick up who you like because you like who you because you like them because you know them very well and you know they're coachable and you know they're good players. So it's just more of their coaching. Their, 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 those college teams just have good good production of players. Um, speaking of offensive line, um, Shark Howard. He did okay. Um, I'm not exactly like head over heels, but I, you know, I like him better than I did Bradley Soul being our swing tackle. Personally, me, that's the only reason. That's the only reason I liked uh, Rashad Coward more. I just like Rashad Coward more, um, just because he has more raw talent 
and he's in youth versus Bradley Soul, who's our tight end now. Um, Cornelius, uh, I know I was talking about TJ Clemens sticking to the roster, but now I'm seeing more of uh, this uh, Cornelius Lucas guy um, who plays as well. I don't know if he's going to uh, if he's going to make the roster. Um, I think that's going to go to Rashard Howard. I think Cornelius Lucas probably sticks to the practice squad. Um, if anything, I, th I think he probably gets redshirted, and, and I think probably um, you know um, I think Harry Heastan just works with him uh, uh, on the squad. Um, guards Alex Spars and um, Ted Larson. I think they're locks for our backups. Um, who else is on here? Uh, Mustafer. I think he probably gets redshirted as well. And I think he gets, you know, just like Cornelius Lucas, he gets redshirted. And I think he um, he eventually becomes Ted Larson's back uh, replacement. You know, as a, as a valuable center and, and guard backup. And, um, you know, just like I said for um, for Tariq Cohen, I think Kyle Long is, is, is might be on his way out. I honestly do. Um, and not so much because of the fights that he had last week. Um, you know, I don't think it helped. <laughs> I really don't. But um, I, 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 I don't think his contract is um, is all that, you know, team-friendly. And I don't think um, him being so injury-prone the last couple of seasons helps either. And I just think Alex Bars, I think if he shows something during the duration of this season into into the offseason, I think Kyle Lung's a, you know, a cap casualty. Honestly, I do. Um, I like Kyle Lung. I really do, you know. I don't think he's old. He's he's thirty, you know, um, and I don't think he's a bad player. I honestly do think that he should stick. Um, if we can, if we, if, if the Bears can make room for him, I, I, I say they should keep him. I say they keep him, you know. Um, but you know, seeing all these contracts coming up, Cody Whitehair is coming up. In, you know, this is his contract year for Cody Whitehair. You know, so he needs to get paid. You know, and I just don't, I don't know if I see Long on this team next season. I really don't. You know, I, you know, he ha he has an option for 2020, but does he stick through 2020? I don't know is the question, you know. I, I, I think he has to play all 16 games and have a hell of a season, be Pro Bowl, you know, worthy to stick to this goddamn team. That's the only way I see him sticking, you know, to this team. Um, maybe not a maybe not a Pro Bowl, but an All Pro. You know, like someone who has value, you know, to our team. I think, you know, he has to be really valuable, and um, you know, hopefully he sticks. You know, he's a hell of a player and a hell of a person to to play to to look at and play. I think he's a good guy, personally. Um, I like his I like Howie Long, his brother Chris Long. Um, I, I think, you know, they, 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 they have a good family there, and I think he's a good, he's a hell of a guy, a good character guy, you know, um, you know, and, uh, he's not reaching incognito, you know, the guy is, doesn't have any off-the-field issues, he just, you know, he has, he, you know, he throws some tantrums on the field, but that's about it, you know, but, um, that's not a bad thing, you know, you need, you need a player with a little bit of bite on the field, you know, when it comes to off-the-field, that's not cool, you know, um, so... Personally, I think Kyle Long needs to stay. Um, but I'm not Pacer Lane, so who knows. Um, I think that's it for the offense. Moving on to the defense. Um, you know, same thing like I said before. Uh, Eddie Goldman, he, he got benched. 
Um, Bilal Nichols and uh, Hicks were benched. Um, I think Bullard played. I'm not too sure. I got to double check. Um, but other than that, yeah, Nick Williams, Amir Abdullah, all those guys were in action and stuff. Not really much to be, can be said there. You know, they played. I uh, I still like Abdullah a little bit better just because of his raw talent. Um, but yeah, they're still battling out in that position. Um, defensive ends. Um, who the hell do we have? I don't even know. Um, besides, you know. Besides, you know. Besides Nick. Besides Nick Williams and Amir Abdullah. Um, Jonathan Bullard. Uh, Roy Robinson Harris. I don't. I don't know if he played or not. I don't. I didn't see him. Or I don't remember seeing him too much because. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of uh, abysmal on offense, on defense too. Uh, the defensive line, I think, is on lock though. So whoever we put there is where we, is where we put there, and there's good options there. I think um, outside linebackers is where I think we need some more concern at um, because after um, Mac Lynch and uh, and Floyd, I think it's pretty much Isaiah Irving and um, yeah, Betson, Betson, uh, Harris are just. They're just awful, man. They're really awful as much hype as they got. And I'm just sad that... I'm very disappointed. I'm not sad. I'm disappointed to see that. But James Vodder is someone to look at now. I was a little surprised. Like, who the hell is this? You know, he made a nice play to, to you know, to to to, 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 to fall, cause a fumble for Daniels. Um, and, yeah, he had some nice plays, you know. And that's what you want to see. You know, I don't think he's the, you know, the end. I, I don't think he's up and coming, but I do think he's a nice piece to see for an undrafted free agent, and I think he's someone to watch in the preseason. I think he had a good game versus the Giants, and um, I hope, you know, my cards are on, or my, uh, my money's on him now, obviously. You know, he had a nice game. What can I say? Um, next up, uh... Besides those guys, besides James Vodder, um, inside linebackers, uh, Nick Kwiatkowski once again showed that, you know, he has physical limitations. Um, I still don't think he's a bad backup. I do think he's a decent backup, but obviously he's someone that is a liability in, when it comes to pursuit. Um, EA Booneyway and, uh, Josh Woods, they play, they look okay, um, you know, I'm not concerned in that position still. Um, when it came to the uh, secondary, um, you know, I don't know if Kevin... I don't think Kevin, Kevin Tolliver was out there. I think he was injured. But I think he's. it's pretty safe to say that he's, you know, pretty set, you know, as a backup. Um, Clifton Duck is someone to watch. I love Clifton Duck. I love his last name is what I mean. Um, but um, does he stick? I don't know. I think he's a practice squad member for us. Um, same goes for Mincy and Joseph. I, I don't think they're going to stick up uh, Franklin as well. Uh, they had some nice plays. I mean, but it's kind of a toss-up with these guys. Um, I do like what I saw from Clifton Duck that interception, but I don't know if he sticks, though. <laughs> you know, I, I just honestly do the same thing. You know, I just think this defense is very talented. Um, I think the outside linebacker position is the only position that has any, like, you know, availability open, you know. But other than that, the defensive backs is, is kind of a different story, you know. We just have who's who's going to make it to the practice squad, I think, is the question on, 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 in that aspect. And I think um, Duck is, uh, him and, and Denmark are, are the two guys that are um, that, uh, that that are big shots for there. I think Shelly 
Uh, Duke Shelley is the only one that, that probably makes it to the fifth three, you know, behind um, behind Scream. And uh, I think that's pretty much it for the offense and defense. Uh, special teams didn't look good. Uh, man, Chris Tabor, ay ay ay, that guy. Um, I'm gonna give it this year for for Chris Tabor before I just start coming down on the guy. But yeah, man, he's just been doing a terrible job. Um, from what I've seen on special teams, um, for kickers. Um, well, we finally got our question answered. Today, who's the better one? Panero is, like I said earlier. I I liked him more just because because like, of his leg, um, being stronger. Um, but yeah, Eddie Panero is um is our official kicker for now, uh, according to Nike. Um, is competition going to come in? Yes, I think that's going to happen after the cuts. Um, you know, I know. Um, I know the Jets are looking right now. I know the Browns are looking right now. I know the the Packers. They still have their competition going on with Thicket and uh, and uh, what's his face Crosby. Um, I know they were interested as well in the in, in, in the vid in the Vidbeck, uh, trade. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of uh, teams looking out for kickers still. And uh, so far we got Panero, so that's good, I guess. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens during the cuts. Um, I know Sly is one of them, Joey Sly, from the Panthers. But um, I think I, they brought this up on uh, 670, the score, that uh, that he's a journeyman, too. That he's not exactly 100% good, you know. Like, he showed a couple of good kicks, but I, they don't know if he found his way, you know, onto a roster, though. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, NFC North Tour. Um, for this week, uh, preseason and practice, uh, I've been following the Packers very closely, you know, when it comes to, you know, practice and what, whatnot, um, they have been not doing good in practice from what I've been hearing from their, from their reports, I mean, the articles, they've been having a really tough time, um, same thing for the Lions, uh, preseason wise, it really shows that they are not looking so great, um, you know, um, I, I know everyone wants to be like, it's just preseason, I well, that goes both ways, you know, like, there's so much it can show you, but also you got to take everything, um, you can't take everything too, can't get too high or too low on preseason, but it kind of does open a window a little bit to how bad your team is, and, you know, the Bears, they didn't exactly get, get destroyed by the Giants either, so... I don't think we have anything to worry about for the Bears, but I think when it comes to the to the Lions getting blown up by the by, by the Patriots, and then yeah, they weren't they didn't look so good versus the Texans. I I, I think there should be a couple of little, a little red flags, a tiny a tiny red flag should be going off in Detroit, and a tiny red flag should be going off in Green Bay, because man, did they not look in their last two, and man, have they not been sounding good in their in in, in their practices, you know. Um, I'm hearing reports that, that Matt LaFleur kicked out another player because he didn't catch a ball. Dexter Williams, whoever the hell that guy is. I don't know. what I think he plays running back or I don't know. But anyways, yeah, this guy's throwing players out of practice. Um, people are, you know, jogging it, you know. You know, on, 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 you know, on the field. No hustle on the, on the Green Bay Packers, which is not a good sign in my opinion, you know. Um Aaron Rodgers is, is sitting out because of back tightness, which I think is a fake-out on, on Matt LaFleur's part. I think he's just playing the fake-out game for uh, for Week 1 versus, versus the Bears. And then the Vikings, they've been having a, a solid preseason, you know, which I said, like before, is a scary thing for, for Bears fans, for us, to see, 
that the Vikings are looking good in the preseason, and I think they're a team to watch this season, to watch out for. Um, and that's it for my news and notes. Um, AB, um, he's once again fighting, you know, the NFL because he found some some helmets that are within the time limit, but they're getting rejected by the NFL as certified helmets. And now he's not playing because of the helmet. It's like, dude, just freaking play. Who the hell cares about this goddamn helmet, dude? Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Michael Thomas, OBJ, all these players are playing and practicing in these in these certified helmets, and you're the only one that's crying about it, dude. Just freaking play. Come on. Get over it. It's a helmet, you big baby. <sighs> it's frustrating when it's like, dude, you have all this talent and you're wasting it on the stupidest thing, dude. Like, you could be getting used to playing with a with the certified helmet instead of complaining because you want to play with this dumb helmet, dude. This air shutter what shafter. I don't know what kind of helmet this is, but it's a stupid helmet, dude. Why are you making this such a big deal? Play. Come on, man. Everyone else has to play with the same goddamn helmet. Why can't you? Why are you being such a big baby about it? I don't even know why I'm crying as a Bears fan. If anything, this is a good thing for us because we hold the Raiders second round pick. So that's a good thing for us if he doesn't want to play because that just means that we're going to get a higher uh, higher draft pick, yeah, in the second round at least. So, yeah, that's about it. It's fine if it happens. Anything interesting at least that I think is interesting. Um, but, um, yeah, so... With that being said, um, don't get too down on Trubisky, obviously. It's just the preseason. It's just off-season training camp and stuff. Um, you know, I think um, I think Nagy has something big planned for us. Uh, week one versus Green Bay, and I do think Trubisky is going to show that he's a very talented quarterback week one versus Green Bay. And, um, yeah, just don't get too down on, on the reports for Trubisky. Uh, not looking good in practice and throwing interceptions. It is what it is, you know. It's um, This is the time that I want him to throw interceptions. This is the time that I want him to learn from these interceptions. And if there's one thing that we have learned from Trubisky in, the, in these last two seasons is that the kid learns from his mistakes. Number one thing we want from him is to learn from his mistakes, and I think he is. Because that's usually what he does during the season. So he has proven that, that he can do that. So with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast as much as I enjoyed making it. And with that being said, go Bears, bear down, peace.